0: Hello, my name is Samuel Keith Harris. Welcome to the First Love Church podcast. I'm so happy you clicked on this podcast. I pray that you would be blessed, edified, and encouraged to live a godly life in Christ Jesus. Enjoy. Hello, my name is Samuel Keith Harris, and welcome back to another episode of Morning Devotionals. Let's start our day with Jesus. Father, I thank you that we can come into your presence and worship you, lift up your holy name. God, we ask you to teach us, to instruct us, to lead us, to guide us. Change our lives by the power of your precious Holy Spirit. It's in Jesus' precious name that I pray and everybody said, amen. Well, if you have your Bibles, let's go back to Ephesians chapter 2, which is where we were yesterday. Ephesians chapter 2, and we're going to be in verse 8, but let's do a quick overview of what we talked about yesterday verse 1 says and you were dead in your trespasses and sins in which you formerly walked according to the course of this world according to the prince of the power of the air of the spirit that is now working in the sons of disobedience so the devil's working in the hearts of those who don't obey Jesus so if you claim to be of Christ but you don't obey Jesus then you're not truly of Christ because true belief in Christ produces true obedience to Christ John 3:36 the scripture says that those who believe in the Son have eternal life. Those who do not obey the Son will not see life, but remain under God's angry judgment, or they abide under the wrath of God. Verse three, among them we too formerly lived in the lust of our flesh, indulging the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, even as the rest. So when you indulge your sinful nature, it proves you're a child of wrath. And it, But God being rich in mercy with the great love with which he loved us. So God loves us, and that's why he delivers us out of sin. And it's so that he can reveal to us all in the ages to come, the riches of the glory of God's kindness that's directed towards us in Christ Jesus. So praise God. This is all of Jesus. This is the this is all for the glory of Jesus. It's God who causes us to walk in his ways. When we were dead in our sins we couldn't do anything to make ourselves alive other than believe in Jesus and then call upon his name, which then brought freedom from the power of sin, which was binding us, keeping us separate from God. Praise the Lord. Now let's go to verse 8. The scripture says this after all this, for by grace You have been saved through faith that not and that not of yourselves it is the gift of god not a result of works that so that no one may boast now what is it talking about here because i will say many people misrepresent what this verse means they they they, they misunderstand they don't understand what it means to be saved by grace through faith because everybody can claim that they're saved by grace through faith i'm saved by grace brother but you're still in your sin so how are you saved let me just throw something at you when the children of israel were brought out of their egyptian bondage would they have been saved if they were still in their egyptian bondage no the proof in their salvation was the fact that they were delivered from the egyptian bondage god anointed moses to go deliver the people out of the bondage of egypt When they were brought out of their slavery to this wicked nation, that's when it was proof that they had been saved and saved of God. And so let me just say something to you. We've been saved by grace through faith, but what's salvation? Salvation is me being delivered out of whatever was oppressing me, the sins that had bound me and controlled me my whole life. True salvation by grace through faith is receiving the grace of god to be delivered out of your sin whatever that may be that has bound you we have we misrepresent jesus we misrepresent the gospel when we claim that we're saved by grace through faith but still bound by sin and the devil it's false it's it's not true christianity true christianity is coming into relationship with jesus which causes us to escape the corruption that's in this world caused by lust the scripture says in peter and so for by grace you have been saved through faith and that not of yourselves it's the gift of God so let me tell you something Israel couldn't free themselves of their Egyptian bondage go back to Exodus there's nothing that they could do to free themselves they were slaves to a corrupt system so God by his mercy and by his grace sent help for them to be delivered out of their oppression and bondage and nobody accused them of oh Israel you're working for your salvation because God delivered no they didn't they weren't accused of that God saved them and the proof that they were saved was they were brought out okay it's the same with you when you're delivered from sin that's not works that's the mercy of God to deliver you from what was binding you it's the evidences the fruits of the spirit that have been implanted within you that caused the power of sin to be broken in your life for by grace you have been saved through faith and that not of yourselves it's the gift of God you know what that tells me We don't need counselors to give us behavior modification. The Bible is not a book of behavior modification. The Bible is a complete transformation of life. It instructs us how to live, but we're not just modifying our behavior with our own willpower. No, our will has been crushed that God's will might fill us through the Holy Spirit that we might perform his will because it's him who works effectually in us both to will and to do for his good pleasure. And that's not of yourself or myself. It's the gift of God that he works within us to transform us by his power. For by grace, you have been saved through faith and that not of yourselves. It's the gift of God, not a result as a result of works. What's this speaking of? Okay, not as a result of works. Sam, people will say, well, Sam, you preach a works-based salvation. You talk about, I have to give up my porn. I have to give up that. Okay, one, you have to repent of your sins to come to God to receive freedom. It says not as, as a result of works. You know what that means? That means... I don't have to try to quit quit watching porn day after day to come to Jesus to ask to be free. No, if I just ask to be free, he'll come deliver me. That's not a work. That's the grace of Jesus delivering you out of sin. Okay. If you have an anger problem and you're you're rageful and you're abusive, okay. What would be what would it mean to be saved by grace through faith? Okay. You being saved by grace through faith is you believe by faith that you need the grace of God to be delivered out of this bondage because you cannot change yourselves. yourself. Work's not getting you there. You're trying as best as you can to work, to work, to work, but work won't get you there. If you could do it in your own willpower, then you'd get the glory versus God's spirit getting the glory when he delivers you out with the snap of his finger. That is being saved by grace through faith. It's not this ethereal, I'm supposedly positionally right with God while living like the devil. That is not the gospel of Jesus Christ. And we all know it deep down because you're judging the priest that gets caught in a scandal. You're judging the preacher that gets caught in a scandal. Well, why are you judging them if they're saved by grace through faith? Because we we should expect that there's a tangible proof that somebody has received the grace of God, that somebody has been saved by grace through faith. You know what salvation by grace through faith is? it's i'm in bondage and i can't get free i can't do anything to get myself out i can't work for god's forgiveness i am under the wrath of god but god being rich in mercy sent forth his spirit to deliver me out of the bondage of sin because he heard my groaning and had mercy on me in that place but it was the complete overhaul and transformation of life that made me completely new that was his grace it wasn't my behavior modification i did repent i did turn my back on sin and then his power caused me to escape sin's lust that is the grace of god the grace of god is not just some ethereal forgiveness that we hope we have while we live like the devil and that's why christians don't enjoy knowing god and following god because they don't know god and they're not really following god so they're not experiencing god's pleasure god's joy in god's forgiveness it's just all fake but when you come into true relationship with jesus you escape the corruption that's in this world caused by lust that was weighing you down you are evidence of god's grace and you go you go tell everybody man i couldn't get myself free i was bound in that sin i just couldn't stop doing it but god in his grace came and saved me when i had faith that he would that is being saved by grace through faith faith says i can't save myself but i know somebody who can and it's jesus and i'm gonna cry out to him in faith until he comes and touches me and when he comes and touches me and delivers me out of my sin i will freely proclaim that it was god's grace that saved me and it wasn't my own works that could have done it i tried so many times but i couldn't stop living that way but god changed me that is being saved by grace through faith that's not of yourselves you can't boast about it it's the gift of god verse 10 for we are his workmanship created in christ jesus for good works the scripture in hebrews tells us that you're supposed to when you come when you meet jesus he cleanses you thoroughly he purges your evil conscience that you might serve god in newness of life with a clear conscience so don't let anybody cheat you by just saying oh you're saved if you're still in bondage if you're in bondage you need saved that's the whole point we've twisted what salvation is Your salvation is when you're delivered out of sin and that bondage that's destroying your life, destroying your family. You really think God's blessing is on the destruction of your family as you continue and persist in sin and that you're gonna end up in heaven. That's not the gospel. The gospel sets the captive free. The gospel gives sight to the blind. The gospel heals the brokenhearted. It doesn't leave the brokenhearted brokenhearted and then have you listen to some soft fluffy sermon to give you some temporal peace. That's not the gospel. This is the gospel. You're saved by grace through faith. And it's not of you, it's of God. It's the gift of God to bring you out of your oppression because you were powerless to do it in and of yourselves. And then you're his workmanship. He works in you, both to willing to do for his good pleasure. You're created, you're recreated in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we would walk in them. So let's walk in them. But you can't walk in them if you're still walking in sin. You can't serve God and serve the devil. So cry out to God to be freed today. Father, I pray for everybody that's listening to me that they would be brought out of sin and restored to your good pleasure in your presence. I pray that they would be delivered from sin's power and that they would experience freedom in your grace, Lord, for we're not saved by our works, we're saved by your grace. So deliver your people out by your grace, by your strong right hand, that that we might be examples of your grace as we're walking in the freedom of your grace by the power of the Spirit. We love you and we honor you. It's in Jesus' precious name that I pray and everybody said amen. Well, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Morning Devotionals, and I'll see you next time.